Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired audience. I'm here today with a graduate of Boyertown High School 2002, Beth Trout. And Beth is just starting a brand new business, Concierge Travel. And I want Beth to talk about her, what she's offering us in concierge travel arrangements. But before that, Beth, welcome to Be Inspired Podcast. Thank you, Jane. I appreciate it. <laughs> so you graduated in 2002. Have you been, what have you been up to since graduation? I got my undergrad degree from Millersville University in history. And during that time, I did a semester abroad in Spain, a summer abroad, not a semester abroad. And I was in Burgos, Spain, and I figured out that I loved it so much that I wanted to go back. So a couple years later, I went back. I studied at St. Louis University Madrid campus to get my degree in my master's degree in Spanish literature. And I stayed in Spain for about seven years when I moved home. No what brought you back? Um, illness in the family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad and my brother both have Huntington's, so... Oh, that's I wanted, so hard. It is really hard. Um, I wanted to be home for a little bit while my dad was still relatively okay yet. Yep. Um, and just spend more time with him. And then um, about two years after I moved home, my boyfriend stopped working, so we moved out to his hometown. Uh, and I was in Illinois, central Illinois, in the middle of the cornfields for about four years. Okay. Big difference from uh-huh. Madrid. <laughs> Huge difference. <laughs> um, and then after about four years, I moved back home because my mom started to need help with okay. my dad. Okay. So I've been living in Boyertown again for almost two years. And ultimately, mm-hmm. you want to... Retire in Spain. Retire mm-hmm. in Spain, but meanwhile, meanwhile, you're trying to get back there mm-hmm. with other people to show. Talk yes. about that. What are you doing now? So I have, I just started a company called Friends Touring Spain, uh, and I call it Friends Touring Spain because I want people to go and bring come and bring their friends. So small groups of four to eight people, um, just we go over. I accompany you on the flight, help you through customs through Border Patrol, and then I do all of the hotel booking. I figure out um, in-country travel, like we have uh, contacts with bus companies and everything. And uh, I get all the tickets for all of the all of the sites that we're gonna visit. And I also provide translation and interpretation services. So- Are you with the people that 
go on the tours? Oh, yes. I am with them for 13 hours a day. Wow. Yes. So we start generally at 8 o'clock in the morning, and we go until about 9 or 10 at night, depending on how people are feeling. This is a full experience. It is a full experience. Now, I looked at... You don't have a brochure of your business. You've got a, a notebook that's about six inches thick. <laughs> yes. It's not, it's not compact at all. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're not going to want to print that. No. <laughs> but no. You have maybe a dozen or more or several dozen specific tours yes. throughout mm-hmm. Spain. Mm-hmm, the sure. northern region, southern region. You've got a wine tour. Wine tours, yes. Yeah. Yeah, central region. Every, yeah. But you're just starting. Yes, just starting. Yeah, very mm-hmm. good. Very yeah. good. So the concierge part means that you are with this group. Yes, 100% of the time. Um, you know, if you realize that you need something from the pharmacy, I'll run to the pharmacy. If you need something, uh, like if you forgot shampoo or something, I can run to the place where they sell shampoo because there are very specific stores in Spain where you have to go to buy things. You can't just go to the supermarket for everything like we do here. Right. Um, I do all the speaking, so you don't have to worry because you may go to other countries where they speak a little bit of English. Spain is still really behind in that aspect. Well, talk about that for a moment. What were your experiences mm-hmm. living in Spain? Uh, in what aspect? Well, in in that. Oh, in with the language. With the language. Um, they they try really hard, um, <laughs> but they just didn't have they didn't have the educational system that really fostered um, second language. Yeah, bilingual uh, education. So um, most people, especially if you're outside of like the big cities which is what I want to focus on. I don't want to go to huge cities. The, only, the biggest city we go to is Madrid. Okay. Um, people really don't have a good basis in English. And okay. so you pretty much, if you go there, you either point at the menu and you uh-huh. take a guess at what something is, <laughs> or you know you have somebody there that can do it for you because you're not going to have... They might know a word or two here and there, but... Um, it, their English is pretty limited, at least for now. For yeah. now it is. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, you fell in love with Spain. I did. And so your tourist agency, as it were, mm-hmm. is just Spain? Just Spain. Because I, I mean, when I was living in Spain, I wanted to get to know just Spain. I knew people who were going to Germany, to France, to Italy, you know, hopping all over Europe. And I thought, why would I do that when, number one, my main goal is to learn Spanish in and out. And number two, I'm in Spain. I should get to know Spain, the Spanish culture, all the different regions and everything. So I went everywhere. And I mostly went by myself. Really? Yes. Spain is an extremely safe country extremely safe there's a little bit of pickpocketing but as long as you take certain precautions you should be fine yeah I only had one incident and that was because I was too comfortable in the bar that I was at it's a bar cafe restaurant when you go to places in Spain everywhere is a bar cafe restaurant it's all okay one (laughs) um so I was having a drink with a friend I was really comfortable I'd been there so much and somebody took my purse and I saw it 
and I chased her down and I got it back. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't recommend doing that. No. But I did it but in the spur did. of the moment. You did. But yes, but it, I mean, otherwise, that was the only time in seven years, and it was because I wasn't thinking properly. Yeah. You yeah. know, I wasn't doing what I knew I should have been doing. Take us there. Yes. Okay. What is it you love? I love the language, I love the food. I love the people. The people are so warm. They love Americans. They love the fact they are so interested in the United States that they are super excited when people from the United States take an interest in them. Okay. So when you go there, you very rarely meet a Spaniard who is rude to you. Okay. They are overly nice. Okay. Um, if you ask somebody for directions in the street, they will talk to you for about 10 minutes trying to get to, <laughs> trying to where to you get you. Go. And then they'll ask you, oh, where are you from? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you here? Oh, I'm so happy that you're visiting in Spain. Mm-hmm. They're just a very um, welcoming people. Okay. And they're so lovely. And this, I mean, the culture, the, the music, uh, the, you know, the history, they have such a long history. I mean, the Romans were there. So you see, you know, the Roman aqueducts, if you go to Segovia, um, the the Moors were there until 1492, you know they were there from 711 to 1492. So they really had a you know a lot of architecture and all sorts of things. Just a big footprint, even in the language. You can there are certain things that are from the Moorish language that are mm-hmm. still around. Um, just and it's just beautiful. Everything is just beautiful. I just anytime you go somewhere new, there's always something to see. You don't have okay. to worry. If you go to a small town, there's something there. For know? example? For example, Manzanares El Real. It's a small town right outside of Madrid, about an hour outside of Madrid. It has a 15th century castle and a chapel that you can hike up to if you want to. You can also drive to it if, if you really need to. Um, and then really strangely, I had the best meal I've ever had in my entire life in that small town. It was like a five-star restaurant for some reason in this tiny town. And I had mint-infused snow for dessert that the guy made in a snow machine that he had in his his kitchen. (laughs) Mint-infused snow. It It was so good. But, like, you know, you find little gems like that. And it's just, it's amazing. Everything about Spain is amazing. That's amazing. So castles and restaurants and and opportunities to be in the country, to hike and Mm -hmm. so forth. Is that right? Yeah, be in the country, see see things that most people normally wouldn't see. That's what I want to do mostly is take people places. I mean, like I said, you're going to see Madrid. You're going to see Segovia, which is also like a relatively well-known city. You're going to see Toledo, but you're also going to see smaller places that normally people from the United States don't even know about. Um, And you're going to get, you know, like El Escorial, which is also an hour outside of Madrid. Or um, on the wine tours, we go to um, El Ciego, which is also a really small town. Ooh, one thing I really love about Spain is that they have tons of festivals. Uh-huh. And you sometimes don't even know there's going to be a festival, but you'll be walking. So we were, my boyfriend and I, we went to Spain last summer on the wine tour to test it out, see yep. how it would go. Um, and 
we're walking through El Ciego and we go to a bar and I look to my right and there's these men at the bar and they have instruments. And I look at them and I say, where are you going with your instruments? And they're like, oh, there's a festival in the main plaza. And I was like, great. So we go to the festival, there's music, there's food. And somebody comes up to me and says, I can tell you're from out of town because of my blonde hair. Okay. They always know I'm foreign because of my blonde hair. Um, she's, and the lady says to me, if you go over there and you give them $2, you'll get a glass of wine and a bowl of snails. And I was like, okay. So we went over, we got our bowl of snails, our glass of wine, and we stood there and we watched as everybody was doing their thing at the festival and we ate snails. Oh my goodness. First time I've ever had snails and I had it. How did you like the snails? (laughs) The sauce was delicious. Okay. (laughs) The texture of the snails. Like mushrooms? No. No. No, like, like, like clams. Okay. But like not without that weird, like. Belly. Have, yeah, yeah, that weird belly that clams have. Yeah, yeah. it's just like that, that outer layer. Yeah, kind of rubbery. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. rubbery. But <laughs> definitely try to swallow it before the sauce is gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Now, tell me something. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been on, uh, maybe you have, maybe you haven't been on gr- other tours mm-hmm. from other travel agents. Why concierge? Okay, so I have never been on a tour myself because because I felt like they were too conspicuous they were always like uh, yes 20 to 30 people and then that to me is just you know flashing lights come yeah come and pickpocket come yes. in pickpocket um also I just always found it embarrassing I never wanted to feel like I was a tourist okay and I didn't want people to like look at me and be like, oh, look at that tourist. So that's kind of my idea behind having a smaller group is it's so small that it, it could look like, you know, I, it's just me with my family and I'm taking them around. I live here. I know everything. I know where we're going. I know what we're doing. Right. Um, we don't call as much attention. It's more authentic. Yeah. And it's more intimate. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. More authentic, more intimate. Authentic, I like that word. Yeah. It is it is very authentic. You really get to be in the culture. Yes. As opposed to someone making a presentation for you because you're part of a mm-hmm. huge group and so forth. Exactly. You can ask me questions. I'll do my best to answer them. I know a lot about Spanish history. I don't know everything. Let's go back there for just okay. a moment. Okay. Okay. When you were in high school, did you imagine that you'd be doing what you're doing now? Oh, no. What did you imagine? It's my favorite question, you know, because I was living in the high school for a long time. Number one, I never thought I'd leave Boyertown. And why was that? Because I think I had a lot of anxiety of what was, like, out there. And then once I got out there, I was like, oh, this is is fine. I can handle this. (laughs) Um, But... You know, I thought I would I would settle down really young. Like I'd get I'd go to college, I'd get married right out of college, have a couple kids. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, work in whatever. I didn't I didn't really have an idea what I wanted to do when But I was you in high studied must have studied Spanish. I did. And I loved the language. Okay. I I I always loved the language even since high school when, when okay. I first started. I just like the idea. It's kind of like a code 
Okay. Almost, and it, you just have to figure out the code, and you can okay. figure it out. So. So very good. So. Yeah. You studied, probably, I would guess, uh, did you study art and culture, uh, history? Uh... I, in in college? Yeah. Yeah, in college I studied history. I had a major in history and a double minor in politics and uh, government and politi- political affairs and Spanish. But did you ever consider a political career? I, I, thought, I thought about becoming a lawyer at some point. Becoming an immigration attorney, actually. Okay. That's what I what that's what I thought I was going to do once I was in college, and then once I was close to the end of college, I was like, I don't know that I want to keep studying. I don't know that I want to do law. <laughs> um, and so you know, I was like, okay, well, I'll take a couple years and figure it out. Yep. And then that's when I realized my true love was Spain. My true love was to get back there. And do you know what? If I'm going to go back to Spain, I may as well study may as well study Spanish literature so that I can really get an idea of how the culture evolved over the years. Mm -hmm. Because I started all the way from, I had to read about 200 books. And I read all the way from the very first piece of literature that was written in what is, can be considered the Spanish language. Um, But it's called Romance. Um, It's the halfway point between what we call Castilian Spanish, which is what everybody knows as Spanish, and Latin. So it's like this halfway point. And it's the, um, oh goodness, El Cid. It's the um, El Cantar de Mio Cid. So it was written in like, I think, I want to say like 1410 or something like that. Okay. And it's... Okay. It's interesting. <laughs> Very so, good. Yeah, so anyway, so I, you know, I studied all the cultural points by reading the literature, by being out with people. Now, let's switch just a little bit. Yes. If someone contacts you, mm-hmm. and we're going to have to give contact information here, mm-hmm. but if someone contacts you and says, okay, I have a small group of people who would like to uh, go to Spain mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. Um, do you then have a process of figuring out what they want to do and therefore matching, making suggestions about, Mm -hmm. I suggest we try this and do this and so forth? Is that how it works? Yeah, I'll ask them questions. You know, what are you, what are you most interested in? Uh, and also I have a very condensed version of what's out there okay. so that people can kind of look at the cities and okay. decide which ones interest them the, the okay. most. Okay. So if they decide like, oh, I really like Burgos, I want to see Segovia, I want to see Salamanca, then we do the northern route. If they want to see a little bit of like Madrid and Segovia and then Toledo, we'll do like a northern central mix. Okay. Um, and, you know, if if they like things that are just all over the place, I'll just make a suggestion because, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get a really good idea of the person and what they right. really enjoy. Right, right. And how long are your tours normally? Or is that a, something you negotiate mm-hmm. with? No, those are uh, seven to nine days. Okay. Uh, I recognize that most people work. And okay. so taking more than... Five days off work is a little hard for some people, so okay. I get that. Okay. I try to limit the amount of time, although nine days is <laughs> ideal. Yep. You know, because you have one day for tri- two days for flying, Travel, really, right. and then seven days for 
right. getting around inside the country. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So how do people get a hold of you? Okay. So I have a Facebook group called uh, Friends Touring Spain. Okay. So you can just look for me on Facebook. And you can also, I don't have a business email yet. I have not set that up. But you can contact me at bethtrout3313 at gmail.com. So that's B-E-T-H-T-R-O-U-T 3313 at gmail.com. Very good. Yeah. Very good. What's the best time to go? Ooh. That depends on really what you want to see. Okay. Um, I don't do tours the months of January and February because it's too cold and rainy. Okay. Um, I also discussed that I have that in my bro- in my big brochure. Um, you know, if you're not really into really hot weather, then maybe in the summer we'll go to the north because it's chillier. Right. Um, but if you really, really want to sweat, we can go to the south in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, if you want to see the processions during Easter, okay. You know, yeah, we can we can do that. If you want to avoid that type of thing, right, then we don't have to go during that time. So it's kind right. of you know a little bit of a negotiation about when what do people want to experience and how they want to experience it. Because if you want to like experience sitting out on terrazas, having your lunch, or if you don't really want to eat outside and you don't like the idea of sitting outside for Mm -hmm. lots of things, then, you know, we don't go during the nicer months or, you know, we make other sorts of concessions. Very good. Yeah. Well, it sounds lovely. Thank you. And I think what I like best is that you love the country. I do. And obviously your clients will end up loving the country too. It'll be a convenient, relaxing Mm -hmm. journey and they'll fall in love with the country just as you have, it seems to me. I'm, I'm hoping. And I really want it to be convenient, as you said, because you don't have to worry about where you're going or getting lost. I know all these places like the backs, back of my hand. Right. Because I've been there so many times. Now, where do you begin? It depends. So we usually fly into Madrid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So people will meet you at Madrid oh, Airport? We will, well... Depending on if you if you can fly out of well, Philly doesn't have a direct flight to Madrid anymore. So if you can fly out of Newark or Dulles International, we can meet there and then we fly over. If that's not possible, we will meet at the airport in Madrid. Okay. And you know, take it from there. So once I get to Madrid, we're good. Yep. Once you get to Madrid, you're good. <laughs> I've, I'll take over from there. Very good. Yeah. And it sounds exciting, and it sounds really lovely. I Thank wish you. you the best. Thank you so much. And let's catch up in a year or so. Oh, let's do that, yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Perfect. Happy trails. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Thank the Be Inspired so much, Podcast. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired Podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired Podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes.
We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.